0: We are joined once again on the program by State Representative Randy Fry. Good morning to you, Randy. How are you doing this morning?
1: Very good, Tom. Good morning.
0: Well, of course, uh, this week is um, you've got the Organization Day. It's uh, coming up uh, tomorrow. And uh, can you kind of walk us through exactly what uh, Organization Day is, uh, f- and especially for those who may not know?
1: You bet, Tom. Uh, organization Day is the first official session day of the 2023 session. Uh, Every other year, an election year, it's also the day all the state reps and state senators that were elected on election day are sworn in. A little uh, tidbit your listeners may not know, state representatives and state senators take office the night of the election at midnight. And so uh, it's not like other officials who take office on January the 1st or the president January the 20th. We, uh, we actually take office at midnight the night of the election. And then we're sworn in on Organization Day, so it's a little different.
0: Well, that's interesting. Uh, I mean, I I've been watching the uh, Indiana General Assembly for uh, quite some time, and even I didn't know that. So that's that's very interesting. And that, I guess that kind of drives home the point that uh, make sure the election results are uh, are uh, finalized uh, by midnight. Then isn't is it not?
1: Well, it's very important, and we know that there are races sometimes that aren't decided because of. They're very close, so there's recounts, and so there are exceptions, but I believe, and this is just my opinion, but I believe it's because uh, government doesn't change office all at the same time. Uh, If there were an election year for the governor, for instance, he would take office on January the 1st, and and, uh, all the General Assembly would already have been in office for over a month, so um, it's uh, just a safeguard for our government.
0: All right. So, again, uh, in case you have a transition and things of that nature. So, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And then uh, as far as uh, what will happen uh, tomorrow on uh, Organization Day, uh, you kind of, uh, in addition to uh, the uh, representatives and senators who were elected being sworn in, uh, what else takes place on uh, Organization Day? Well,
1: the Speaker of the House is sworn in. Also, the Clerk of the House is sworn in. So. That's uh, two different procedures that take place. And then um, then there will be a speech given by the speaker. Uh, traditionally, the speaker gives the uh, speech on Organization Day, setting the tone for the upcoming 2023 session. Uh, we know uh, the budget session. The long session goes to the end of April. And so uh, there will be a, a great deal of uh, discussion on the topics of interest from the speaker perspective, what are we going to tackle in addition to the budget, what do we believe needs to be looked at or reviewed or changed, updated, and, uh, and he'll lay out that agenda. He also lays out the schedule. This year, um, it's a little unusual, uh, session begins on January the 9th. It uh, usually begins a couple of days after New Year's, third or fourth, something like that. But because of how the holiday falls this year, we wouldn't actually have gone in until Wednesday. Well, we're only in session Wednesday and Thursday. And uh, so that for two days, just to go in and start a whole week of just for two days, the Speaker believed that it was better to delay and come in on January the ninth. A lot of times, as you may remember, we finish up early at the end of session and go home the 25th or so of April. We may very well go out to closer to the end of April to make up for the days we lost in the beginning.
0: And uh, is uh, Todd Houston, is he the, uh, as far as we know, is he the only uh, candidate uh, for uh, Speaker of the House again this term?
1: Great question, Tom. And Todd Houston has already been chosen, selected by the caucus as Speaker. The day after election, the House meets at the State House where... We uh, choose our leadership, our Speaker, a Majority Floor Leader, and our Caucus Leader are all voted in um, by the Caucus. So Todd has already been selected as Speaker of the House by the Caucus. His swearing in as Speaker will take place on
0: ordnance. And over on the Senate side, can you speak to this, uh, Roderick Bray? As uh, Do you know if uh, he's going to uh, continue as uh, Senate President Pro Temp?
1: I believe he is. Uh, I believe that they did the same thing on uh, the day after election. And uh, they also elect their uh, leaders over there. uh, And Rod Bray would be the Senate president pro tem. And I believe their majority floor leader is Senator Chris Garten. Some of your uh, listeners will know Chris Garten. He is from southern, southeastern Indiana. He's uh, over around, I think, Scottsburg or. Uh, down in that area but his district at one time reached a little further east so some of your listeners will know chris he's a really good guy the better and a small business owner uh, you know he's one of these guys that's really physically fit and makes guys like me look fat uh, but i i think the world of uh... chris and he's going to be a great leader <laughs>
0: and uh uh a garton and now is uh, is he in relation to uh, bob garton or is this a different spelling or what do we have going on here
1: i have no uh idea if he's related or not but uh i, I kind of doubt it but then again i don't know okay uh, so uh, chris has uh, been there about uh, i think maybe 4 or 6 years so he's a young guy He's really smart um, you know he's just the kind of person you want to be around you somebody you want to uh, one of your leaders, people follow Chris because he's worthy of uh, of being followed. And so uh, I'm I'm happy because I love it that we have somebody in Southeast Indiana who's a member of leadership over in the Senate. We've got Senator Perfect who's uh, got a leadership position over there, and uh, it helps us when we need something down this way or uh, or we need to stop something down this way. We got some help.
0: And, of course. Again, uh, of course, uh, Bob Garton, former uh, Senate President Pro Tem, uh, back uh, a number of years. But uh, and then uh, you mentioned the uh, the Speaker and uh, what he has planned. Uh, now, um, of course, obviously the budget is the uh, the big elephant in the room, so to speak. But uh, 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 do you foresee any other uh, agenda items that he's looking to uh, push forth this year?
1: Uh, I really uh, believe that we are. Uh going to be looking at uh, working on property taxes Uh, several years ago we built property tax caps we built the uh, structure but uh, i don't think anyone foresaw the inflation rate that we're dealing with where uh, property values home values are uh, 10 to 20 percent higher than they were a year ago that's unheard of and so when uh, folks get their property tax bills, as I will, uh, it's not going to be a happy day. And so we need to really reevaluate uh, property taxes. And uh, and the speaker, I believe, will bring that up. I think that's going to be one of those topics that we will be putting a lot of energy into and a lot of really uh, talented people will be working on trying to find solutions to uh, getting us uh, a better way of paying our property taxes. As you remember... Tom, the uh, Indiana Supreme Court ruled several years ago that the property taxes had to be based on fair market value appraisals of the property. That's normal. That's that's fine. So long as the property is, uh, you know, someone can afford it uh, and uh, the cost of of our uh, taxes is going to go up so much that there will be people who basically maybe maybe can't even stay in their house because they have uh, such high property taxes, uh, those on fixed income, for instance. So we need, to, we need to address it, we need to fix it, and I think we will.
0: And then, of course, with the um, so-called abortion bill that was uh, passed a year ago and signed into law, the fact that it's, it's now uh, put on hold by the courts, um, mm-hmm. is there uh, the possibility that maybe it might be uh, reworked during the session, or, uh, or can the legislature uh, tackle that issue since it's uh, been put on pause by the court?
1: Tom, I would say that we could certainly do whatever we uh, feel like we need to do with a, any bill, for instance, but I would this is just my opinion. I don't have, I haven't talked to the Speaker about it. I would say we'll wait to hear from the court. If the court says your bill's good, I'd be left alone. If the court says, no, you need to tweak this, then we'll be there and we can tweak it. So I think it's kind of one of those things we need to wait for the court. But this is a little different than waiting on the United States Supreme Court. This is the Indiana. A court that's looking uh, that's taking up this case and uh, they have taken the case and so we'll we'll hopefully have a ruling sometime before the end of legislative session so we can handle it uh, if uh, if it needs to be adjusted or uh, modified
0: anything else uh, randy fry before we, we let you go
1: well, i have a bill your listeners might be interested in it was brought to me by the indiana fraternal order of police and as you know, Tom, I've done a lot of work with jail overcrowding, trying to get the people who are made some dumb decisions out of jail and the people that are uh, violent and will hurt somebody to keep them in jail. But uh, I have a bill this year that says um, that uh, if you critically or fatally or convicted of critically or fatally injuring a police officer, you will serve every second of your sentence. There will be no time off for anything. And so uh, hopefully... We can send a clear message that uh, if you uh, hurt or kill a police officer, you're going to spend a very long time in jail.
0: Now, uh, did you uh, propose that last year? Do I? Am I remembering that correctly?
1: No, not last year. I, this is uh, this was brought to me this summer. We okay. may have talked about it, Tom. Yeah. Um, since this summer, but uh, this was brought to me this summer by the Indiana Fraternal Order of Police, and so I took it before JRAC. Justice Reinvestment Advisory Council, chaired by uh, Justice Goff, just to get their opinion of it. JRAC evaluates the Indiana uh, leg- uh, criminal code on a monthly basis, and uh, so I haven't heard back from them, but I didn't want to blindside them, so we, we have the information out there and we're going to see where it goes. As you know, bills are not laws. The bill is an idea until it gets traction and gets a hearing. You really don't have uh, a lot. so. We'll see how it goes, but I'm I'm optimistic about
0: the it. All right. So again, the uh, Indiana General Assembly 2023 session uh, actually uh, begins tomorrow with Organization Day. Uh, State Representative Randy Fry, we sure appreciate your time as always. Good luck, uh, safe travels, and uh, we look forward to uh, talking to you uh, once again soon.
1: Thank you, Tom. I uh, always enjoy being on.